Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Silent Podcast, where we're anything but silent. You are listening to our Never Have I Ever season three coverage, and I'm so excited to get started because I think it's finally getting juicy. It's getting wild. All right. And as always, I am your host, Sasha Joseph, joined by my co-host, probably the alcohol plug, Chappelle, welcome. How are you? <laughs> Sasha, I'm good now that I found my actual fake ID. You yes. know, um, <laughs> I, I'm great. It's good to be back talking to you. I know. We we took a week off. Listen, Chappelle's traveling. You know, I'm done traveling. Now it's your turn. Yes. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah, this is tough. This is a busy week, busy month. October has been crazy. Uh, November will also be crazy, but you know, I'm about to take off for DC in the morning. So, you Ugh. know, I got a lot of stuff going on and this was like our only window of opportunity this week. I know. And like, we can't, okay. We're, we're trying to record, listen, problematic faves breadcrumb you. So we just have mm-hmm. to give you enough to keep you going. So two weeks in a row is not possible. Everything else is fine, but <laughs> not, not two weeks in a row. <laughs> No, not at all. We, we're trying. We're trying to do better, but just bear with us. We got a lot going on. Yes, yes. And we appreciate y'all for listening. And, you know, make sure to, if you're listening to us on Silent Podcast, make sure you are giving us a five-star review over on the Never Have I Ever by Silent Podcast. Yes, we have our own feed. Go check us out. You know, this way, Maybe you're not like worried about other podcasts. You can check out all the other stuff on Silent Podcasts when you want, but never have I ever. Baby, you get your own one-on-one time with us, okay? So go over to that feed. Make sure you hit subscribe and listen to us and download the episodes. And also leave us a review. Five stars only, obviously, to make sure we know you're listening, to make sure you're enjoying everything we're putting out. Yes, love it. Come review the problematic pair, I believe is our yes. new uh, name. <laughs> the Cancer oh, Aries problematic God. pair. That's us. Ugh, can't wait. I love it. Okay. Um, and as always, if you have any feedback, make sure you give it in the email linked in the show notes as well. So I feel like with that, you know, it's time because we have a lot to get into. So listen, two minutes in, let's go. Because we're going to talk Never Have I Ever, season three, episode eight, Never Have I Ever hooked up with my boyfriend. <laughs> right. And I mean, listen, we grown, so we can assume there have been some hooking up going on in the past. <laughs> I don't uh, know what but you're talking about. <laughs> I have to ask, Sasha, there's a big twist at the end of this episode, and we could just go ahead and jump to it. <laughs> Davey actually gets caught hooking up with her boyfriend, that is my question. Sasha, have you ever been caught hooking up with someone? Uh, no, not, no, no, I have not. Um, Because I think my mom is generous enough to be like, well, I know that they're making out. So let me like leave and not, or like be really loud so that, you know, they'll stop. But mm. she had, <laughs> I was in college when this happened and it's the same bo- high school boyfriend that we kind of rekindled, you know, when you shouldn't, but you're like, uh, 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 uh. so yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm going to go hang out with his sister who was also my really good friend. But my car, I had gotten a car accident. So my mom had to drive me to the place. And I don't think I was thinking. And his sister walked out as I was pulling up. 
And I thought my mom like didn't see it or whatever. Uh, no, my mom came in. <laughs> no, and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like nothing. <laughs> yeah, and she made me come home. That was horrible. Wow. I was like eighteen or eighteen, nineteen in college, and I was like, this is so embarrassing. No, Ugh. that sucks. Have you been caught? Um, not by by parents, but definitely <laughs> when I was in college, I definitely had a moment. Or two where uh, people were walking in on things that they probably shouldn't have seen. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. But again, it was college. Uh, you know, our boys are dumb and we just like leave our door <laughs> unlocked and stupid stuff like that. It's very much like something I would not do now. And I probably look back at like, what the hell is wrong with you? But yeah, yeah. I've definitely had moments where I'm like, damn, I'm caught. <laughs> but you really don't have a response to it. There's nothing you can do. You can't unget caught, you know. So it's like, uh, yep. <laughs> this happened. I guess we can talk about it or we cannot. And so um most times we didn't talk about it. And so I think it's all good. Yeah, I I feel that. In college, my friends used to laugh that they said they didn't know that like I had friends over in my room until they were walk until I was walking them out to like yeah. go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've definitely been that person as well, where it's like we're coming out of the room and I've already prepped her. Like, uh, yeah, they're out here being stupid. So, you know, just so you know, we don't have to stop and talk if you don't want to. No. And then we're like walking, 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 and it gets quiet. It's so quiet that it's loud. It's like, yes, been there. So, what are y'all talking about? And like, nothing. And everybody's just staring. I'm just like, so we're going to go. Oh my God. <laughs> I literally used to be like, great, we have plans later. So, uh, you got to go. Yeah, I was bye. horrible. Yeah, God, how did I make whatever? We're here, okay? We, we made, made it. it. We yeah. made it. <laughs> yes, but yeah, it's my like personal nightmare to be caught like that. Like, I've been caught just being stupid as a kid. As in, like, I went to the movies with a boy and I shouldn't mm -hmm. have. That's the like extent of being caught by a parent. Because right. I, I don't think I'd be alive otherwise. Yeah, I mean, one, we're fearing for our lives, but two, we also, Correct. you know, want to show, show some level of respect. You know, we try to talk to the the our young listeners here, you know, don't get caught if you can avoid it. Try not to. It's just, it it saves you a fight. You don't have to have an argument. You don't have to, like, it'll re, it'll keep coming up. Your parents will bring it over and over again. Life. Right. So just avoid that, you know, try to be smarter. Yeah. And just like, don't do stuff at home. Just, yeah, don't do stuff at home. It. It's not really the move. Yeah, don't do that. Absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> but with that, you know, it's just sh they're dumb. And I get it. I I, I do, I guess. Because Davy and Dez are, you know, officially dating now in episode eight. I mean, we only have two episodes left, but sure. Finally. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, you know, they're keeping it low-key, obviously, in front of their moms who have no idea. And uh, John McEnroe, you know, even tells us that, listen, there's a lot of chemistry, but that's they're just stopping at footsie and that's it <laughs> mm -hmm. and this stopping at footsies is bad because davy ends up telling us that um and sasha you have to fix you'd have to correct me if i'm wrong she said she was getting blue oaths um, yeah what the yeah this is this is the thing that girls talk about not once okay i think <laughs> you can just say the the like the more colloquial term which is blue balls <laughs> because yeah. you know what that means mm -hmm. god or like again there's different ways to say it i will say now that you know I i'm getting older and uh people around me are having babies like i was at a party it wasn't me saying this i want to make it clear but someone was like my ovaries are glowing every time i see babies and i was like 
you have to stop saying this to people. You just have to stop. Yeah. Um, yeah, as, as a stupid boy, you know, we say stupid stuff like blue balls and stuff like that. None of that stuff is real, y'all. I'm sorry. Let me just pe- I let me pull back the curtains on you. This is a scam. Men have been pulling this scam for years. It's to make women feel guilty about depriving you for sex. Uh, if you're dating somebody and they've been holding out for whatever reason, they're, it's, her, it's her personal choice. If you say you got blue balls, it's because you're trying to get that person to feel bad for you. This is not a medical condition. You cannot, you, like, stop it. Stop it. And blue ovaries is not a thing either. It's just not. Stop it, Davey. Why is she's she like this? She's a mess. Like, I, yeah. here's the thing. It's so funny because she's not ready to have sex. Which is maybe what would help one of the ways to alleviate, alleviate said blue ovaries. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, girl, like you're not trying to do stuff, but she's like, I'm ready to get horizontal, which ma'am, right? Like she yeah. said that before. And I was like, okay, just, just stop it. And none of this, it, maybe that's what actually is adding to your blue ovaries is that you're teasing yourself. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Davy is the queen of the punk fake. She is just like, I, I'm about to, I'm going to do it. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. She does. She's not about that life, but it's been a while, Sasha, since we've seen horny Davy because yeah. uh, he hasn't talked like this probably since, you know, season one. Yeah. Since she tried to get Paxton to have sex with her mm-hmm. and then she got Paxton and now she's over. I can't believe that was all this season. Yeah. Like, it's been crazy. What? Oh my God. Mm-hmm. But listen, okay, because she's telling Davy, Davy's telling Eleanor and Fab that listen, I have to hook up with him because this is the best relationship I've been in. I'm like, the bar must be in hell because y'all haven't done anything at all. You know, like as far as Dez and Davy go, we haven't really seen them date per se. You know, they they're sneaking around their mom's house, you know, kissing and that and stuff. That's like at least her and Paxton were actually in a relationship. You know, mm-hmm. they they went places together. They, I mean, they were in and out of each other's homes a lot more. It was still sneaking, but it wasn't the same. So I don't know what she means by best, but uh, the bar is in hell. Yeah, because I think the fact is that she's not insecure because mm. she's not at school with him. I bet That's if true. she was at school with him. It would have been a wrap. So I appreciate it. I think Davy needs like a long distance relationship. Mm-hmm. It's better for her. And we do get like a moment because Fabiola's like, listen, maybe you get invited over when Nalini's out and, you know, get make make some moves half there. And finally, <laughs> Eleanor is also trying to get this. But turns out there's some Shen Yun tickets because as they're trying to come up with an idea of like game night blah 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 sneak up to your room and hook up finally a teacher shows up and is like great i have four tickets to shen yun and who wants them because my book club kicked me out so it's not happening sasha i had never heard of shen yun before i I was gonna ask you that okay well well the thing is that before i saw this i hadn't heard of it i watched the whole season you know months ago at this point and now that we're talking about it i watched it again last week while i'm driving to houston this weekend and i swear i saw three posts like uh billboards that said shen yun and i was like am i the last person to figure out that this was a thing i could this could have been made up for the show and i wouldn't have even known it so i was i was shocked when i saw it everywhere oh they're everywhere in the bay area like literally i don't understand their marketing budget i just don't because <laughs> they're and do people actually go to shen yun like if you've ever been to shen yun let us know because i don't mm-hmm. i don't understand yeah, what I want this all is. The details. yeah all and the for details. people that are like what the f is a shen yun 
Right. I got you. Okay. Because it's billed just as like a nonprofit performing arts and entertainment company, blah, blah, blah. Right. Uh, no. It's actually, uh, I believe, a bunch of folks that are against the Communist Party. Oh. And the, yeah, and the whole show is kind of like to talk about how bad it is, I believe. Really? <laughs> yes. I would have missed all of that. I was like, oh, they just dance. And then mm -hmm. I'm like... Oh, no. Like, oh, no, this is political. Wow. Yes. The company is described in promotions as reviving Chinese culture following a period of alleged assault and destruction under under the Chinese commun Communist Party. Wow. And, <laughs> and uh, apparently this is a band from China. Yes. <laughs> and I believe wow. that, yeah, some other people can't even come. Um, like, go back to China. It's like a whole thing. That that makes this whole storyline a lot funnier. Now that it's like yeah. this specific dance thing is like, oh okay, um, sitting, uh, Davy sending her family off to one of these so she can hook up with her boyfriend makes the storyline funnier. <laughs> exactly. So I love it. She like I can't believe she didn't have to pay. I, I guess her seats were pretty bad, but still, like mm -hmm. we know teachers not getting paid enough. So listen. I feel like maybe we should have paid something, but she listen, free, free tickets. We love to see it. Yeah. And she said, like, okay, great. I'm gonna give these to my mom and it's gonna be all good. Yeah. And meanwhile, Ben Chappelle is in art class uh with a new friend named Margie and Trent. Trent, yeah. Trent, Trent. Yeah, well, uh, Margot, I think her name is. Oh, Margot. Right. Okay, yeah, that makes but... way more sense. Sasha, I don't like this. I, I was watching it this time. And like I said, I've seen the season already. But it's something about seeing Ben with like a random girl that's not Davey. Just kind of didn't. It's like, I don't know. Like, Why did I, they think I could, he was cheating? Right. Yeah. Didn't it feel like, like, what are you doing? Why aren't you just waiting on Davey? It feels very weird. Because I could see Davey without Ben. But for some reason, I can't see Ben without Davey. It's, it's odd. Yeah, because even when he was with Anissa, we were irritated. Like, what are you doing? Y'all yeah. should be together. Why are you stuck on Anissa? None of this makes sense. Blah, 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 blah. So now I was like, are they flirting? Is yeah. that what flirting is? Stop it right now. <laughs> yeah, Because we know Slug Boy isn't in for long, but maybe that's just me. No, no, you you have a good point. It's just one of those things where I was watching him, and I guess with Anissa, it felt like, okay, this is just his replacement, Davy. You know, he mm -hmm. went and found the first Indian girl he could find who was smart, it was cool, or whatever. He could hang out with her and probably make Davy jealous. You know, yep. probably a little bit of that was tied into it. But for this to be, like, a completely different person and just, like, have our own thing going on that's outside of this friend group, I was like, Ben, I don't like this. Uh, I need you to come back home. But uh, this was fun seeing him talk to somebody aside from the same six, six other people that we've ever only seen him talk to on the show. Yeah, and he's still a super douche, obviously. Yeah, he still sucks. Yeah, yeah nothing has changed in that. And he actually has the lowest grade because guess what? They all had to draw a pair. And Trent did really well, and Margot did really well as well. But boy, this art teacher is cracked and looks at Ben and said, This is horrible. You get a D. Yeah, I can't draw. I would have lost it. Me this would have been. Yeah, the, the art teacher, me and I would have had to have a sit down. Like, lady, I'm doing my best. I don't know what to tell you. But I can't, I'm not good at this. This is not a skill set that I have. This is not like math where if I keep practicing it over and over again, I'm going to get better. I'm never going to get better at making this pair. You have to shut this down because a D minus in art is ridiculous. And for all the people, right, that are like, you can't be bad at art. No, you actually can. You really can.
You really can't. I am so bad at it, Chappelle. Like, I don't think you understand. In India, I used to bully people to draw for me so that I didn't fail. No, I'm bad, too. <laughs> I, I find, like, I find, like, the person in class who did, like, the one good art exactly. assignment. Exactly. And I would just, like, copy that the entire year. Like, every time, like, I would be drawing anything, I would be emulating whatever I saw this other kid draw because I was like, oh, that turned out really well. Mine is, like, the generic version of that. Um, So... I am I am horrible. I would I'm telling you, my head would explode is if this lady tried to give me a D and I was actually trying my best. It was a yeah. D minus. It was damn near elf. Mm-hmm. Like he's in hell and he can't Ben can't believe that he's getting anything less than an A because his pair was pretty stellar, according to him. I mean, my pair would have been a dot because mm-hmm. I would have been like, that's how I see it. You know, I, but we're good at talking. So yeah. with this kind of cracked teacher, we could have maybe been like, I see the pair as a yes. you know, and like just nonsense our way through it, because boy, I could not draw. <laughs> No, that's the liberal arts degrees going for you. You know, like uh, we can we can talk our way into a room and out of a room for sure. And uh, I definitely could see myself being like Trent and being like, you know, I just had to become the pair. And that's what made it look like this. And she was like, yeah, that's probably it. Because uh, Ben doesn't have a mind for that kind of stuff. He's a more like no. a, a by the book facts type person with the math and the, you know, and the science. And we're kind of like, mm, we'll have to figure out a way out of this pair thing. Yeah, and because of that, Ben's art teacher is saying, listen, you're doing bad, so guess what? Margo is going to be your tutor, which I think he almost fell over. Yeah, he's not used to having a tutor. He doesn't understand why he's not good at art. This is like his worst-case scenario. He's doing bad in his classes. Nothing going right for Ben at this point. No, and again, why take art, right? Like, there could be so many other extracurriculars, but I find that art and philosophy are pretty hard for quote-unquote easy major, yeah. or easy stuff to do. I liked philosophy a lot. I remember thinking oh. that it was pretty, like, easy, but the thing with art is that it would just never be a class that I would consider. But, you know, that's the thing. Everybody has their, like, strengths and their weaknesses, right? And so it's kind of like somebody else's blow-off class might not be a blow-off class to you. That um, part. Yeah, because there's no way that art will ever be. Like, that's my last resort on, on like, electives. I'm never taking art first. No, I, I'd rather take, a, like, an easy math class at that point. Because yep. at least I could to- be tutored and get, like, a C. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but, and I might learn some math somewhere down the line. Great. I'm never going to learn how to draw. <laughs> right? Never. Okay. It's just not happening, y'all. It's not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, anyway, so while all of this is happening, Shenyun ticket, you know, Operation Shenyun is in full effect. Because that night, Davy and Nalini are talking about, uh, talking to, you know, about our family. Oh, what are we going to do? And Davy says, hey. I got some tickets to Shen Yoon. And not only that, you can take everyone plus Raya. <laughs> yep. Davy covered the entire family and the family friend to make this happen. Uh, so it's very impressive. Uh, you know, knowing Patti's probably going to go as well. And, uh, you know, Kamala and Patti are, be- are back on the same page, it yeah. seems, because they're actually traveling together again. So, uh, yeah, Davy's plan is working, it seems. Yeah, and I love it because she's like, and then maybe I'll have some friends over for a game night. And then Nalini is like, nah, I know she has a crush on this boy, but couldn't be Des, you know, that's gonna like her back. So it's fine. Let her let her dream a little. Yeah, what is that about though? Is Nalini just not threatened by Des because he's like a nice Indian boy? Or is it because he thinks that he's out of Davy's league or something? Like what's going on here? Yeah, I would think that she it's that he believes or she believes he is out of her, Davy's league 
because mm. I think if we remember, Davy did confront him in front of everyone, right? Like, oh, was your phone like gone? Oh, or yeah. did it, you know, were you at a solitary, whatever retreat that she was talking about? So I'm assuming Melanie has put all the pieces together that Davy's interested because any boy that is around Davy, Davy's interested in. Mm-hmm. And it's usually not reciprocated, especially by a nice Indian boy. That's right. what I feel. Right, because I'm just like, she probably would let, like, I don't know. Sometimes she acts weird about Ben, too. But for the most part, Nelani is, like, pretty anti-boys, no matter who it is. She hates Paxton the most. Yeah, she hates Paxton. I think because Paxton felt like the most realistic one. It's like, if Davey was going to go and, like, get the bad boy, this was the one she was going to fall for. I think you're right. Dez is a good Indian boy. Ben is short. So Nelani hasn't taken anybody else seriously except for Paxton. I mean, Paxton does look like a grown man. Yeah, because I mean, he is. He's 31. He's my age. But it's also, I think that I wonder if she thinks Des just doesn't like her. Mm. You know, I I have no idea. Like, I, my mom would be like, no, you're pretty. So, and you like to talk too much. So this is like, it's all, you're always in some dirt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this just felt weird to me. She was like, uh, yeah, I, I I can tell something's going on here, but I'll allow it. But I do think it's maybe because she's so close to the family too. Her and Ryan. Are yeah. Listen, it's growth, okay? It's growth mm-hmm. on Melanie because we've been yelling that she needs to be more understanding. So maybe now, finally, we're getting that. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so finally, you know, we're we're getting there. Okay, the stage has been set, and uh, now Davy is discussing her plans with Fabiola and Anissa comes over and is like babe I gave you my phone or I took your phone because she mistook it for a graphing calculator just Anissa mm-hmm. please Huge and phone. <laughs> I can't it can charge or no it can yeah I can charge a car I bet <laughs> I, that's a Nokia do you, do you remember the brick that oh, Nokia God. I yes. have that that's what brick? that reminded yes that never died man ever no no phones back then were indestructible i had a flip phone that like i could throw it out the window and it would be fine i think i definitely had have dropped it from like Mm -hmm. some stairs and nothing happened to that it was a silver nokia brick (laughs) oh god but yes and then you know they have like a cute little moment or at least cute to us because turns out actually between them the fire is negative (laughs) Yeah, they haven't been able to get anything going. I guess it's the first kiss. Their first kiss was really emotional, though. It really mm-hmm. was. Um, there were tears. You know, she was there in a, in a weak moment for Anissa, I believe. Um, and they they just had like a very like um like a lot of momentum in that moment. And then they took a break. We talked about this. It was months before they actually yeah. tried to pursue this. And I think maybe some of the fire just died down because they don't seem to have any chemistry here. Not at least not romantically. Exactly. And here's the thing. You don't have to date everyone you kiss. No, you Breaking don't. Breaking news. <laughs> you just don't. I don't know. I guess I've never been in this situation. I don't think. No, I don't think so. So I couldn't tell you where it's like, oh, we had a moment and then nothing. Uh, I've been there. Oh, <laughs> I have never. Yeah. It's one of those like uh I don't want to say love in this club moments, but it's definitely oh, like oh I got you you yeah. know it, the the alcohol is flowing you know making Google eyes at each other it's all good <laughs> then like the oh, a day day later you're like oh my god I don't really um I mean I was selling a dream I really was um in the moment I was just talking I thought we were having a good time flirting is fun sometimes you know and then the next day I'm like Correct. goddamn you know um. <laughs> 
So I, I have been there um, for sure. Uh, but, you know, they end up talking about how they don't want to put too much pressure on a relationship and how, you know, how they can be in a relationship without having to rip each other's uh, clothes off. And that's when you find out that Davy has ordered an edible bra for her hookup session with uh, Des. Which I just have so many questions, right, about this mm -hmm. whole two-second moment. Because, Fabiola, uh, maybe you need passion at least throughout the relationship yes but specifically mm -hmm. at the start you know when you're like "Ooh, things are new we don't live together like i feel yeah. like when you live together or when you see that person a lot even in college right when you're constantly together i think it's different versus when you're in high school and you only see each other at school or like certain amount of time during the day or maybe in the evening so i feel like the passion should be maybe higher maybe Oh, yeah, especially because you haven't decided that you hate each other yet. I mean, in those first dating stages, it's like, this person's new and shiny. And then about a month in, you're like, but you do this one thing that annoys yes. me. <laughs> you know? And this is like before that. Before you get in any big fights, this is just like, honestly, a lot of it is physical. This is like the thing that attracted you to each other. So you should be doing it. And I just don't think it's there for them. Um, do you think an edible bra would help, Sasha? Okay, that's another thing. How is she ordering an edible bra? without right. getting caught didn't she have a g-string in the first season or something like that like davy's doing a lot no she was looking for one remember but yeah. she never got one and she was she gonna was trying cut. to borrow one from kamala and i yes. think she's gonna cut her own underwear out see davy is doing the most again again horny davy has not been here for a very long time oh even like that when they did the uh valentine's day uh like theater kid thing it wasn't oh, horny yeah. Davey. No. she was more just like i just need to Forget kiss it. something to get exactly. myself back in the game but this is like you know her thirsting after paxton levels of thirst yeah and i just have to know you know like i don't know why i'm so stuck in the logistics i think because i'm imagining myself right in that moment and it could just never happen yeah. where i don't have a job so who's gonna pay for this Right. And with, with whose credit card? Who's going to put their name you. on it? <laughs> how did this happen? And how did you not like, is it on Amazon? Because imagine your mom looking at your Amazon card because my mom Ooh, definitely no. would. Yeah, that would be a problem. That would be bad. Could Nullity. Yeah. I, it's just like Davy forgets that she has Nullity as a mom sometimes because getting away with that would be incredible. But if she ever got caught, it would be a wrap. But don't you think that people with the strictest parents were the wildest people? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like the preacher's kids. Uh, look, yes. I, look, I don't know about Jewish people, but the, the, the pastor's children of like these black southern churches or whatever, every last one of them is the devil. It's like the, <laughs> the pastor to be raising Satan next. Like, I mean, and it, it's gender neutral, like girls, guys, whoever the case may be. The way, if their mom or dad is in ministry, oh, it's a wrap. It is a wrap. It is, they are the worst. They're the most fun to hang out with, I promise. Um, yes. They're doing the most <laughs> dirt. They're, they're the slickest ones uh, because they have to be. Man, some of my best friends were preacher's kids. <laughs> yeah, my high school boyfriend cheated on me with the preacher's kid. Because she, like, wasn't allowed to go anywhere. And I guess the only place she was allowed to go out was said again same sister that i just talked about mm -hmm. uh it to her house and turns out the brother just happened to be my boyfriend <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's why I, whenever i think of pastor's kids i always think of that girl yeah. again 
she was single. My boyfriend was the one in a relationship. He's wrong. But, you know, I'm just saying it's wild because if I'm staying the night at my friend's house, I would not be ended up in her brother's bed. No, no, that, that's tell some you weird that. stuff. How do you get away with that one is the real question. Her- well, they got caught in the morning. And then my <laughs> the sister, who was also my friend, told me. Well, there you go. You don't get yeah, away with that. Yeah, she was a real one, man. That was yeah. a, that, she's a real friend. Oh, my God. But, yes, yeah, so, you know, now that the stage is set, edible bras on, you know, all of this going on, um, they are now – I think Fabiola is so kind, right? Because Fabiola is like, okay, we'll figure something out. Maybe we need to impress his private school friends. And Eleanor maybe can put on her Marilyn Monroe accent. Uh, I guess that makes him sound more mature. I don't really know why anybody would do that in in person to anybody. Like, don't. And do Fabiola that. has a shirt that says Paris. Like, stop it. It makes her look older, you know, more distinguished, I think, in her mind. And these are, like, again, are we this lost? Because if private school kids were coming over to my house, I'd just be like, oh, my stuff isn't nice enough. I wouldn't be worried about what I'm wearing. No, 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 no. no. There's no way I would invite, like, if I was in high school, private school kids are not coming to my home. First of all, what are y'all doing on this side of town? Your parents must not know. So, you know, (laughs) like, let's start there. Um, also my stuff isn't nice. I would be ashamed. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I love my parents. They tried their best, but uh, we were, we had some, uh, moments of struggle and I wouldn't want other kids to see me like that. Cause kids are mean. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, if kids are so mean, why do you think this, uh, Marilyn Monroe accent is going to do you any favors, Eleanor? Like none of this makes sense. You know what I mean? And I was just like, stop being nerds for like 0.5 seconds. They can't. Just try. Mm-mm, they can't. Because <laughs> you're all very pretty girls. Like, please end this. But it's okay. You know, it's it's fine. Davey, Davey catches them. And that night, now it's okay. It's game night, everyone. Davy, Eleanor, Anissa, and Fabiola are all ready. They're like, great. We're going to welcome Dez and his private school friends. Davy's like, I have decorated my room to be a sexy brothel. What the? F-? Like, how do you come up with these words? She is ridiculous. Davy does not think of like the like mechanics of how this stuff is going to work. She just thinks of like the idea of it. You know, she was reading the Kama Sutra in season in season one for no reason. Like she just does not. She I don't talked know. to she, submit. Let's see. Oh God, we don't even have to bring in them because <laughs> uh, I have some stuff to say. No, no, um, no, no, no. But yeah, this is just Davy being extra. Of course, Fabiola is the one who's realistic and like I brought a game to game night. Go figure. Yeah. Even though apparently that's like uh, not what people do at high school game nights. I don't know. We didn't have those. I definitely, we played games, like <laughs> me and my friends. So mm-hmm. it, we were nerds. I, I don't think we were nerds, but, you know, we were not drinking because we ran track and we got drug tested and they tested <laughs> everything. So we were not getting caught. Okay. And imagine my mom, me failing a drug test. Oh, God. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to breathe because imagine. Anyway, but all of this, and Anissa is pretty pissed off because they're they're nerding out again. And Anissa is like, no, let's play spin the bottle. And Fabiola's like, yeah, there's a spinner in Brain Cranker. No, 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 no. Yeah, Anissa is realizing that she's the cool kid. You know, I think she forgets yes. that sometimes because to, to her, her friends are cool. But, you know, we know them as, uh, you know, the UN. And there's a reason why they were ta- called that and not the racist reason. So, um, yeah, Anissa does struggle with that throughout this episode. 
Um, and then Fab struggles with some things too. Because um, when I'm telling you, when Dez walks in and his friends come behind him, I really wasn't thinking much about it. But seeing Fabiola's mouth hit the ground, this is like sit on the floor when uh, she saw, what is it? Uh, Addison. Addison? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I knew, okay, we're about to get some drama here because that look was uh, unmistakable. And it's like Anissa isn't giving any looks. You know what I mean? She's committed. She was committed mm-hmm. with Ben. Now she's committed with Fabiola. But boy, what partners she picks because they are not about it at all. No, they have wandering eyes. I mean, she's looking directly at Fab while this is happening, and Fabiola can't even hide it. No, Fabiola's like, whoa, that's a tall drink of water. <laughs> but we know that that's more Fab's type, right? Like, Eve kind of looked more like Addison than she did Anissa, at least. Mm, so, yeah. no, l- listen, that's all I'm going to say. And I just love how Fabiola, who's, you know, usually pretty confident, is like, I'm Flab. I mean, Fab. Mm-hmm. Bless she her com- heart. She cracks, you know, just like boom, folded like a lawn chair, you know. Um, it it's fun to see, but also I'm in that moment, I'm thinking, well, you know, we're team Anissa, right? We mm-hmm. love her, we love Fab. I would like for them to be together if they want to be together, but right now it looks like uh, we might have some drama coming Anissa's way, and I kind of got worried for her in this moment, at least. And you know, you and I are team don't date your friend. Right. So 100%. we re- so we're on like individuals teams, but we don't want them together teams. Okay, let's be very clear on exactly. all of that. And while all of this is happening, it's really funny because I don't know if y'all knew who Parker was. Because uh, Chappelle, this is who I was talking about. This is uh, Ryan Felipe and Ava, uh, Reese Witherspoon's kid. Yeah, I definitely missed it the first time. And when you mm-hmm. said it this time, uh, this most recent time, I was like, oh, okay, I see it. Um, yeah, he was funny in this. I, I don't know if he's in a lot of other things, but uh, this was a fun showing for him. Yeah, I liked him. He's obviously very good looking. He definitely gives off private school kid vibes. Like, it, it, it oh, what a tornado he is, right, for this episode. I just, I can't. Anyway. So, but but we'll get there because Davies announcing that game night we actually have games and De- and Parker is like, oh my god, this is actually game night. Fine, <laughs> I'll get through it. Where's the alcohol? <laughs> relatable, relatable content. I'm sorry, I'm with Parker. I need the liquor. I did not come here to play games, and if I'm going to be here, I need to have. Some alcohol because sometimes these games are boring and sometimes they're not even that boring, but they're more fun with alcohol. So I, I understand what Parker's talking about. Uh, however, we do not condone underage drinking, of course, you know. No, no. We're just saying in our 30s, what yes. we feel like. Yeah. As and adults. as mm-hmm. the, the sober human at most parties, I am fine with not alcohol, but but if people aren't into game night as into game night, I am. Then, then I'm gonna need some alcohol to get them where I am. <laughs> <laughs> That'll help for sure. I'm because I'm not a game person. If you listen to this podcast, I probably said it before. If you've watched me play games with Puya and Sasha and them, you know I do not care. Uh, but you give me some alcohol, I might be a little bit more invested. I believe you would be. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. But no, it's just a drunk. But we're fun drunks. I think you'd want to hang around us. Let's Uh let's just say that. (laughs) You know, we might yell at you, but but only because we love you. Out of love, right. Correct. Anyway, so Davey's like, shit, 
I forgot I was trying to do sexy time and I forgot that like private school kids actually want alcohol. But it's more that every kid that's not a nerd apparently in this universe wants alcohol. So Eleanor says, great. I got the plug. Trent, my mans, will get us some. So don't worry. And I just have to say, why wasn't Trent invited in the first place? I don't think they would invite Trent to be with the (laughs) private school kids. You know, I think... Eleanor likes status oh, a lot. Yeah, yeah I see she what probably was thinking like, "Oh, he's like a stoner. He's probably like not the most refined." You know, because they're looking at them as like, "Oh, we need to wear my Paris shirt so they'll take us seriously." True. Um, and they're probably thinking, "What is Trent going to do? How is he going to fit in?" Um, so yeah, he wasn't invited at first, but when you need alcohol, it's good to have a friend that is a uh, twenty-one and up, or at least has a fake ID like Trent. Um, Because in the meantime, Parker's like, well, do you have any pills? Is there anything else we can have? He was ready to turn up. Parker is wild because he's like, okay, you said you had something better than alcohol. I thought you meant whip it. (laughs) What? Right. And I was like, do people do whip it? Never mind. It's none of my business. That's uh, Exactly. I I really don't want to know. Don't tell me any of this. Okay. Uh, So unfortunately, the alcohol is taking too long to arrive. And Eleanor says, well, Trent's ID was confiscated. So no alcohol. Games only. And, you know, and her mom, Davy's mom's emodium will not be like it for this. No. Unfortunately. I told you, Parker wants to turn up. He says he can't be, uh, what he can't be sober with his feelings, which again, relatable. Uh, and so he's like, I'm getting my parents are getting divorced. Uh, I need to make this happen. Like I need to turn up. And Des knows this is important to his friend. He's trying to be a good friend, Sasha. So he's like, either provide my friends with drugs and alcohol, or we have to take him somewhere where he can be with drugs and alcohol, so he does not have to be alone with his feelings. Which is like, don't you find Des to be weird? Because he is just like a tail where wherever Parker goes, he follows. He's like, listen, Parker's staying the night with me. His parents are splitting up. So I know you went through all these hoops to be with me and be alone. And he knows. You know why I know he knows? Because his mom is Indian, too. Right. So- she, she went to the uh, to the performance, too. I'm sure Davey told him, like, hey, I'm sending the moms away. Um, so, yeah, I think a part of that, yeah, is definitely that. He's he's not paying as much attention to Davy as he should be in this moment because clearly she's trying to make something happen here. But to his credit, he's being a good friend. He knows his friend is going through something like his parents are getting a divorce. Parker seems like the type of person who wouldn't take that well, who's probably used to having things handed to him, you know, a little entitled. And so he just mm-hmm. needs a moment. I feel like Dad's just being there for his bro. Sure, sure, sure. Whatever you say. I don't I don't like it, but you know, whatever. Where the wind blows, Des goes. <laughs> anyway, so as they're leaving, Trent does show up with alcohol. And guess who's the savior? Paxton. Because of course Paxton has to show up. Right. And it's just like, um, you know, that something's going good for Davey, and then in walks Paxton to just j- throw everything off. Um, Trent brought booze. It's Malibu, which ill. Um, but uh, bringing <laughs> Paxton is probably the bigger crime here. The biggest crime is <laughs> Davy going, my hero. What are you doing, ma'am? D- folding like a lawn chair. I mean, dear God, Davy, stand up. Um, 
Paxton is right there. Davy is just, I mean, her eyes are like shining over again. Cause look at Paxton. The this, he's being exactly what she thought he was. You know, the older guy, the cooler mm-hmm. guy who could save the day and take her virginity and all this other stuff. You know, like that's just what she looked at him as. She's always kind of idolized him in a way. And so this is him just playing the role that she's been trying to give him. Um, but Des notices, you know, the same way Anissa saw Fabiola's mouth wide open when Addison walked in, Des is staring at Davy, uh, like staring at Paxton. It's very weird. And Des knows who Paxton is, right? Like that's how Des and Davy first met. Mm-hmm. Was crying over him. <laughs> exactly. So he already has a chip on his shoulder about Paxton, right? That's why he didn't call Davy back in the first place. And now on top of that, right, she's making googly eyes at him. Mess. Mess. Horrible mess. And of course, now they're going to all hang out together. Yeah. Which is just Terrible. That doesn't make any sense. Davey, you should be shuffling these people out your door. Or being like, great, you all hang out. Des, let's go. Now that Parker uh-huh. is free, let's move. Yep. Nope. That's that'd be too much like right. Davey doesn't make those great decisions like we need her to. No. And then um, let's like maybe finish with all of this and then check in with Ben. Okay. So uh so then we're keep going with game night, right? And everyone's having fun. And then we get a little nugget that Paxton is newly single. Him and Phoebe have broken up. So Des hears this and he's like, what? What? And tries to like interject, tries to get Paxton to like have a different conversation. And then Davey's like, great. I'm just going to go get a prop for the game while Eleanor um, is telling everyone, you know, how to like, I guess it's like charades, right? Basically with people. Mm. So... (laughs) They're just having these horrible, awkward conversations. And Eleanor's like, hello, Davey. Like, it's not time for games and props. It's time for a sexy time. Go upstairs. Yeah, because Melody could come home at any minute. You know, I I think Davey's really playing with fire here. Because if you're going to have these moments where you're sneaking a boy up to your room and this and other, you got to know if your folks come back and that's time's up. I I used to have it down to the minute of when my mother was going to get home. I, I right. honestly, even if I knew my time was limited, I would give it like a five minute buffer from the yes. moment she walks out the house before I even move. Just sit there. You know, she might forget her keys. She might, you know, oh, I need to run and use the restroom or something. Just don't move. You just sit there on the couch. Just sit there still. Kind of watch some on TV. Give it five, ten minutes. Give her time to get down the road. Then you make your move. But you move quickly. And then you're done by the time she gets back. You know, but like I said, Davey's been sitting around here waiting on alcohol and playing games and stuff like that. She took her eye off the ball. Yeah. And, you know, she's competitive. So I, I understand. But no, ma'am, there is there is a time for competitiveness. And even I'm saying that, OK, as as Miss Competitive. Absolutely not. So then finally, she's like, great. You know, let's make things work. And Eleanor does, I think, give our girl props because she's like, listen, you're very different this time with Des. So it's really nice. And like we said before, Davey believes it's because he doesn't know her dorky side. He just knows her as like a cool, quote unquote, cool chick. Yeah. With, yeah. Davey, the cool chick is um, interesting. I mean, Davey. For, we see all of Davey, so we know that she does have, like, she's not, like, lame by any means from no. our point of view, but she does do some things, you know, being in debate can't be great for her as far as, like, a high school student at that particular school. Uh, we know she plays the harp, which is a very niche in- instrument that only probably, like, one person per school will play. <laughs> um, you know, she... 
she is very competitive when it comes to her grades. So she's not doing the coolest stuff, you know, but she doesn't come off like a loser to us. But I think the reality is that at Sherman Oak, she really just is. And Des hasn't seen that side of her yet. Yeah, I cannot imagine growing up in LA. Like, I just mm -hmm. can't. Even though this is, I guess, technically outside, still, I just, wow, that must be horrible. And in the age of social media, absolutely not. I think I would send my kid to go be Amish. Like, impossible. <laughs> <laughs> and while all of this is happening, they are starting to play celebrity. And Fabiola and Addison are hitting it off. Because I think they're guessing Will Smith. I didn't write down who it was but uh they were talking about someone and mm. fabiola gives a very like convoluted clue that addison does pick up pretty easy and anisa's like what the hell like yeah you, we just we're not we don't match we just don't match right such a, it's the way you and i talk to each other and we can make a reference to something stupid like a little scrappy or something like from love and hip-hop and you automatically understand what i'm talking about yeah. and then when you go and you do that same thing to somebody else and they're looking at you like you I don't know what you're talking about. Their eyes are glossing over. You can tell they're lost. It's like, damn, if you were anybody else, this joke would have landed. Or, you know, uh, exactly. you would know, I wouldn't have to explain this to you. Uh, and I think that's what it is because Anissa is using her nerdy references and Addison's picking them right up on them. But Anissa's just like, hey, use Will and Jada if you're going to talk about, you know, Will Smith. You don't have to use these weird uh, Discovery Channel documentaries that Fab <laughs> likes so much, you know? But listen, that's who Fab is. She can't change who she yeah. is. And I think Anissa just like needs to recognize who she is, like who herself is, I mean. And yeah. take take a breath. Okay. Take a breath. Like you're 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 cool. This is not the crew. <laughs> and while, you know, Davy and Slug Boy are about to sneak away, they do hear a noise in Davy's garage. And Davy's like, what the shit is going on? Well, they go check in. And it's Parker being a bitch. Because he's on the phone, I guess, with his dad. And while he's doing that, he's he has a racket in his hand that he's hitting and obviously breaking while he's on the phone just as like i guess a stress ball which is this like would you ever go to somebody's house and like break their stuff yeah that was tacky it's, it's so tacky because like i get it you're having a, a tough conversation sure. maybe you're not paying attention but the moment you grab something that doesn't belong to you at someone else's house like it it's completely like uh like disrespectful for one um it's inconsiderate and then also if you break something you can't you like you can't always pay to fix something right like you some things are irreplaceable as we'll see in this moment but it's just like what would possess you to touch someone else's stuff i um this past weekend i was at one of my friend's house and we were all like hanging out in his garage and i was like oh i need to use the phone and so i went into to the actual house area and just mm -hmm. kind of stood in the in the walkway and then like i didn't go anywhere i just stood right there and then after i got off the phone i went right back into the garage it never occurred to me to like pace around the house and grab something like i was just like more more like i would rather not touch anything like if, yeah if i didn't have to leave the room i wouldn't but i'm of leaving course. the room you know, out of to be respectful, but I'm not gonna walk into a different room and just kind of like make myself at home. So yeah, uh, this guy, uh, him dealing with this divorce or whatever the case, maybe it might not even be the issue. He might just be a little, a little rude. 
that's what I was going to say. I just think, I don't think he has manners and he's, he's yeah. pretty privileged in that way because it was as soon as I saw that it was a racket, I knew it had to do with Mohan. So of course, turns out it does because it's the same racket from John McEnroe that Mohan had purchased from eBay when he was alive. And, you know, we get a really nice, uh, throwback to Mohan sharing with Davey that this is his most prized possession and you're not like oh let's not tell mom like they have a cute little secret and sweet moment together and Davey loses it I feel like rightfully so yeah I I, I agree that like, she should be upset especially just at the bare minimum like why are you mm -hmm. touching my stuff like, yeah just just why are you touching my stuff it has nothing to do with you I've invited you to my home I'm trying to be nice you kind of been a brat since you've been here complaining about everything. Like, if you could just not touch my things, I get it. But, I mean, nobody could know how Davey is grieving, you know? Because yeah. It's, and it's also been a few episodes. Like, we talked, we haven't seen Horny Davey in a while, but we really haven't seen Grief Davey either in a while, you know? So, to see this moment come rushing back into her, like, she forgot that she was grieving. Exactly. Which, you know, it's kind of a mark of grief. You know, you, you, you're hurt, and then it goes away, and then it comes back, and then it comes in waves, and then it hits hard sometimes. And sometimes it just, you know, you barely even notice it. And this was just a moment where we were reminded what David was going through because mm -hmm. I hadn't forgot about Mohan. I just thought that storyline was over. Like we had already talked about it, but they just goes to show you that the smallest thing can trigger you and make you go back into those old feelings. And uh, I think it was just bad timing. I think uh, he just messed up. Parker, Parker did something and Davey has every right to react um, now. How she bounces back from that reaction is on her, but the actual like moment of needing to have that moment, I don't think anybody can blame her for that. Yeah, and and I do think that eventually one day Davy will learn how to deal with it. It's just it, it, this season is not it, where yeah, she's no. going to pause and learn. It, that's just the the honest to god truth. So Davy does run um, away. She yells at him first. Which I think she's she did she I don't know that she was that rude. No. You know, she was just like, dude, like, what are you doing? And Parker is just like, well, why is it in trash? Who goes around looking at people's trash? Are you a homeless person? Right. And then also he hit her, you know, like. If you oh, would, yeah. Yeah. Like he hit her. So it's like, uh, you really should leave. Honestly, you should just be like. My bad, you know, so apologetic. I think I would just, I would have left. Like, if it was me, if I had made that mistake and like done something that pissed somebody off like that, I'm like, you know what, my bad, I gotta go. But I don't think he's self aware or notice that. And then Davey reacts so quickly that he doesn't even have a chance. So, yeah, next thing you know, she's running upstairs crying. And Des doesn't really say much. Like, he tries, but I, I don't know that he knows how to because yeah. I don't know about you, but if someone, if my friend, ran into or you know hit by even by mistake my partner i feel like i'd say something yeah i think it was like the hit maybe caught him off guard but the, right. definitely the the reaction with the racket wasn't making sense to him because he doesn't know that like he probably knows about mohan at this mm -hmm. point but but i doubt he knows that mohan is like obsessed with john McEnroe and like a big tennis fan you know like i you wonder how much davy actually talks to these these guys exactly. about herself you know, like, does Paxton know this? Does does Ben? I don't I don't think anybody knows these things. It's like Davy just like dates him on such a surface level that she never gets into this kind of stuff unless something like this happens. Yeah, which and then I think she ends up not looking the best because of it. Mm -hmm. So again, we're not victim blaming. I think it's just more 
how do you correctly deal with grief? And and she just she's too young, I feel. And I, and I get that. And mm. of course, she's back in her room, you know, just very upset. And of all people, Paxton comes in to check up on her. And, you know, they're trying to uh, cheer her up. And Davy explains why she's crying. And Paxton, I feel like, doesn't bat an eye on to why she's crying. So uh, he know he understands that, like, this is a pain point for her and they they joke about how you know she's set up candles to impress des and paxton's like why didn't you ever do this for me yeah i i like paxton being there for davy in this moment but i did kind of feel like paxton was flirting a lot and not yeah. like you know just like normal we have chemistry way like this girl is upstairs in tears because she's missing her dad and you kind of giving her the paxton bedroom eyes like so why didn't you do that for me <laughs> Sir, listen, if th there's one thing that's going to cheer up Davy, it's definitely that. Paxton flirting with her yes. is always going to cheer her up. But again, Paxton, like, damn, can she have a moment to kind of get herself together without you, like, you know, hitting her with the lover boy act? I don't think she can. Never, never that. Okay. And I think it's because he actually has feelings for her. And I don't know that he can, he's not, we, we don't get a lot of, payoff on it but right it's been hinted since his relationship with phoebe that mm. something's up so it's unfortunate i i'll leave it at that and he does say okay let's come downstairs you know let, let's come on like let's make it happen and they're about to leave and listen mascara is running all over everywhere so he does you know wipe her tears away and of course in that opportune moment Des walks walks in on him, just like cradling her face. Yeah, and again, it's not just the cradle of the face; it's the bedroom eyes. I mean, they do the thing. They have a lot of chemistry. They really do. Uh, and I get, I think Paxton could do that with anybody. We've seen him do it with Fabiola. Fabiola, you know? exactly. Yeah, but I think in that moment, Des has every right to feel threatened because what am I looking at right now? Like, uh, if Paxton wanted to kiss Davy in that moment, oh, they would have kissed. It would have happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, 100%. So, and Des was doing the right thing. You know, I want to give Slugboy some points because he says, listen, I brought um, Parker up here to apologize to you. And awkward silence. Parker does apologize, kind of. And then Des is like, great, bye. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what do you say to that now? You're like, okay, well... Paxton, if you could leave my girlfriend's room, it'd be nice. You know, at that point, what do you say? You kind of have to just go. Yeah. It's also, I, I don't know that, I'm not saying Des is wrong. But your girlfriend was crying. So, she, like, it's not fair for her to be alone either. Right. Maybe put everybody else out. Like, hey, yeah. can y'all leave so that me and Davey can have some time? Um no, he know. has to stay the night with Parker. So, well, God forbid, well, the tail yeah. leaves the body. Well, that and um, Melanie's probably coming home any minute now. So, I, I don't know if it's they need done. to get out. Yeah, like the time, time's running out here. I don't think they have enough time to kind of fix it or figure out what this is about to be. Yeah, and how do they have time to clean up the alcohol? But, you know, whatever. Hollywood mm -hmm. magic. That's how. <laughs> so they do leave. And when, you know, it's it's done, it's kind of winding down. Addison and Fabiola are downstairs talking about, you know, lots of science stuff. And they're, you know, making Anissa feel more left out. And then Anissa finally, I think, notices Fab's excitement for meeting 
Addison after they've all left. And she mm-hmm. asks Fabiola to kiss her. And yikes. Yeah, she's just like, this ain't it. This the first kiss was exciting. Um, but you know, they don't really have the chemistry that they would like. Um, and it's clear that Fabiola, you know, is physically attracted to Addison in a way that she just doesn't have that same spark for Anissa. So Anissa kind of just shuts it down. She's like, she needs to go find somebody who's more like her. You know, she said, What a mm-hmm. nice hot jock. Anissa is a hot jock. So she's like, We go find one, we'll be cool. I'll I'll be fine. And the two of them remain friends moving forward. Yeah, I, I do think this is for the best that yeah. they shouldn't be together. I think Fabiola specifically is just so particular as a human that she really needs to be with someone that is more like her. Yeah. Or that, that gets her, gets her oddness. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think Anissa Anissa, tries hard, but that's yeah, exactly. And I think Anissa just needs someone that she doesn't have to try. Yes, that would be great for her because she's always like, trying to be something for these other people. Like uh, Ben was treating her like she wasn't smart enough for him. And now Fabiola is like just into stuff that she's not into. So it's like, yeah, go find somebody who just likes Anissa for Anissa and Anissa could just be Anissa. Yeah. And I don't believe that you need to hundred percent be into everything your partner's into, but like, my God, you have to have things in common or I just, I, I, I don't get how it can work. Like you can't be that much of opposite. <laughs> attract right it's impossible so then yeah we have a nice moment and fabula i think has decided to maybe pursue addison instead Hmm. so things you know i'm just glad it's ended on a positive note okay we're all good then after everyone is left davy texts des but he obviously doesn't respond are we surprised and they all come back from Shen Yun. And Nalini asks if Davy won at game night. Yeah, she's like, nah, she lost big time. Um, which I, mean, did, I don't know if she lost. You know, like she had a, a moment. Um, but I don't think this is anything she should be stressing about. Like, I think she's more stressed, obviously, about uh, Dez walking in and seeing her with Paxton and thinking she blew that up, you know. Mm-hmm. But the thing with, with her missing Mohan, I don't think that's anything to be embarrassed about at all. So it's like Davy being a, a pinch dramatic here because she didn't actually do anything with Paxton. I'm pretty sure that she could smooth this over with Dez if she needs to. Yeah, and we do get that later, right? Because when she talks uh, to her therapy session with Dr. Ryan, and Dr. Ryan asks about game night, she's like, yeah, I like, are you worried about Des misunderstanding you and Paxton? Davey's like, I think I can fix that. But what I'm actually worried about is the tennis racket and that I'm forgetting parts of my dad. I think the racket just happens to be the medium of through which she's forgetting. Uh, but instead she's, I think, which is so unfortunate. And she says, I'm just worried I'm having too much fun. And then I'm forgetting my dad and I'm forgetting to be sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You feel like you owe it to somebody's memory to grieve them. You know, like yeah. this person, you you felt so much like uh, pain when you lost them. So to imagine yourself a year later, even not feeling that pain or, you know, or being able to think about them and not feel sad, it does kind of feel like, dang, what, you know, what happened to where I don't miss you like I used to? You know, I, I thought when you passed away, I was never going to like feel the same. And it's like, yeah, you start to heal a bit, you know, and Dr. Ryan tells her that. Um, but uh, dealing with grief is, like I said, it's hard. I, I deal with it all the time where I'm like, 
hanging out with my friends and then I notice one of my friends isn't there. And I'm like, dang, you know, it's like, well, damn, I don't want to have this fun without them. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, but same time, it's like life goes on, you know? And so um, Dr. Ryan kind of helps her out in this moment. Um, but, you know, like I said, we've even seen it before, you know, there were episodes where we can go one episode without Davey having a flashback to Mohan, you know, or random things would happen and she would just remember him all of a sudden. And it was like, we've gone so long without that happening that I was kind of proud of her for not still dwelling in those, in those sad moments. But you know, it, it comes and goes. It seems. And she can't forget ever a part of herself, right? Because mm-hmm. Mohan is a part of who she is and her existence. So I, I, when my grandpa died, I remember being like, oh, I'm never going to get over this. Like, you know, this is it. Like nothing's going to feel complete. And it never does. But there's a way to, you know, still fondly remember and not necessarily be in that dark place anymore. Because, like, your your loved one doesn't want you to be in that dark place either. Mm. So it's just, it's unfortunate. But I, I remember that hurt and it is, ugh, it's horrible. It's horrible. And I don't wish that on anyone. Uh, and, yeah, it's just they have a breakthrough. And, you know, Dr. Ryan is letting her know that, you're healing just like we're talking about that as well. And it's okay to be happy again. Um, And then she finds, she, she finally says, Davey, you need to find a way to honor your dad's memory and maybe even the racket as the, like, again, the medium to do said honoring. So Davey's like, okay, yeah, I I think I can do that. Um, So she decides to place her racket in her bedroom in order to remember it and him more often, which I was like, that's a nice touch, but I feel like they could have been, they could have shown something with Mohan, you know, like how they showed his ashes at the sea, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like there needs to be, I'm not like, I'm being, I'm exaggerating with like an altar for him, but I feel like that feels very temporary. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just like she just needed something small, you know. Maybe True. she's just come so far from those moments. Um, my uh, my stepdad he passed away a few years ago, and um, my brother in his bedroom he has this huge picture, you know, like um, at a funeral where they'll put like mm-hmm. a picture up of somebody. Like he has one of those, like f- like I guess at the after the funeral, they were like someone needs to take it. He took it, and I legit like I cannot be around it. It's just like it's yeah. this huge picture for me. It just it just feels weird. Like even anytime I'm in my brother's room, I'm like flip it around and like just i can't do it um but and i feel like i would be the same way so i, I definitely feel like uh the the tennis racket might be a little, a little bit much for me honestly like i would probably like leave like something small that i could just not stare at yeah. you know because i like but people deal with that kind of stuff in different ways oh yeah it's so hard i remember because i had to go to my my grandpa obviously passed away in India a week before I was supposed to fly out to see him. And I remember it for a year, every time someone said like his name, it was instant tears until I went to his grave. And then, mm-hmm. um, and like I me, my cousin and I, who again lived in different continents had the same exact dream uh, about him. But then it was wild because as soon as I went to his grave, things felt better and easier so it's weird it's just so grief is so bizarre yeah i don't know yeah (laughs) it's horrible right like it just yeah that's the best way to say it so yeah i i have my grandpa's ring um that everyone was like oh are you gonna give it to your husband i was like it's my ring what do you mean like why would i give this away 
Yeah. <laughs> like what? No, it's mine. Or it's his, but now it's mine. Um, so I really, yeah, so I, I understand the like mementos and the need for them in your life. Um, so you know, she you know, I'm just I'm praying that this is like a small way for her to really be okay. Yeah. I can imagine if we have any grief moments like that in the next season of Never Have Ever. I mean, we only have one more season left. Mm-hmm. You have to imagine that she's not done grieving. But no. I wonder if Mohan is going to play like a big part moving forward because he was barely in this season. I know. I, I think you and I have talked about this a lot. But I just want one dedicated episode to say bye to him. Mm, yeah, that would be good. Especially with Davey. I'm assuming graduation is going to come up in the yeah. next season or so. It'd be a good time to reflect on, you know, how she got here. And I, I would be... Very happy to see a Mohan-centric episode. Yeah, I think one episode to really say bye. And for us viewers, I think, to make our peace with it as well. And to see that Davey will, you know, be constantly on a journey, but that she'll be okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. With, with, without Dr. Ryan, if she's going to Columbia. Or no, where she's at Princeton. Ben is going to Columbia. Uh, mm-hmm. any, allegedly, according to currently where we stand. So we, you know, we have that, all of that. And then uh, should we just finish Davies and then go to Ben? Yeah. Yeah, we can breeze through Ben's stuff. It's, uh, yeah. it's pretty mundane. <laughs> yeah, Ben's is just, okay, cool. He figures out how to draw a pair. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I think that's unfortunately it. And he gets his A because he sees the pair as himself, a.k.a. Lonely Boy. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, if you're a Gossip Girl fan, you know what I mean. Uh, but, yeah, that kind of wraps up Ben. But Davy, I think, is now on the mend. And she goes to visit Des because she's a bigger person. I love it. Because uh, this is okay to do, ladies, if, you know, maybe you've hurt your significant other's feelings a little. So she goes to visit his house. And I love that she just straight lies to Raya about a protractor. And Raya doesn't even question it. No. She's like, my these kids are nerds. What's the worst that can happen here? Yeah, remember Slug Boy was bullied at C school. At Slug mm-hmm. School, whatever. At C school. <laughs> <laughs> and Marie, I don't know. Why am I even trying? Anyway, so finally Des comes over and Des is like, okay, come in. They chat. And I love this whole conversation because, you know, she's like, listen, Paxton and I are just friends. Like, it was a moment. And Des is like, well, I'm sorry, too. I was feeling insecure because Paxton is so good looking. And so are you. And you're cool. And it doesn't work. And I think Davey just almost fell over. And I think she was like, I'm ready to marry you. (laughs) Yeah. I don't like this, though. She says, I have to come clean. I need you to know that I'm not popular at school. It's like... I don't think he's attracted to you because he thinks you're popular. He's attracted to you because you're you. He's not like looking at you and thinking, oh, I wonder how the people at your school feel about you. Because Davey's not thinking about him along those lines. Like we've never once heard Davey thinking like, oh, I bet he's at the top of his class or I bet the whole school loves him. Nobody's thinking about you in relationship to other people. He was just thinking about you. But she's like, "Uh, yeah, just so you know, we're nerds. We do nerdy stuff. We don't have like relationships a lot. And it's me. I'm regular loser Davey. It's like you're speaking that into existence because he doesn't feel that way. And he hasn't had any reason to feel that way either. And you never want to give 
your significant other, at least it's maybe my toxic ass, but you know, you should, I don't believe that you should ever give this much to your significant other to be like, I'm a nerd. I'm a dork. La la la. Like, Mm -hmm. no, you're lucky to be with me. (laughs) Period. Okay. So it's fine. Cause I think Des is a good guy and he doesn't run with that, but I can just see how a let a more toxic person could run with that and really play on somebody's feelings. And I mean, how many people we know are in horrible relationships because of this, because of low mm-hmm. self-esteem, just watch love is blind. Okay. You'll yeah. know what I mean. Oof. But yeah. And you know, they do make up though. And it's really fine because they're into it. I think she she gives him a nod, which I was like, "Are you about to do it?" Right. Well, that looked like the like, yeah, I'm ready type nod. I was like, "Ready for what, Davy? What's happening?" Um, I think it's unclear what exactly Davy was ready for, you know. But she definitely gave him like the affirmative. That's what I was gonna say. Because listen, every other TV show in life, that nod means it's like pan to flowers because mm-hmm. it's happening. <laughs> Some deflowering, as Jane the Virgin would say. So that's why I feel like, is she ready with death? Like, do you know him that well? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, this is it's odd because again, this is Davy, so she doesn't really need to know somebody to want to do this because True. we know she just propositioned Paxton just because she just felt like it one day. Yeah, but then but she, she never went through with it. Exactly. Right. And uh, and I don't know if it was because she wasn't ready with Paxton or she wasn't ready altogether, but it did seem like, and like I said, we could we could be reading it wrong, but like you said, any other show, somebody gives like the silent head nod in the moment of this of horizontalness. It's kind of like a, the go-ahead. That's the green light. And so it looks like for a second, we might have seen Davy finally accomplishing her goal of uh, losing her virginity. Which would have been wild. I just, I have to say, just so wild. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, don't worry, everyone. Because <laughs> everyone's worst nightmare came true. Because they're making out her shirt is off. Uh, like, the top shirt is off. And Brala is showing, and Raya comes in. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got nothing here. What the hell? Uh, This is when your soul just stands up and walks out of your body and leaves you there to die. You know, like, uh, I can't even imagine this happening with someone's parent watching me. I just... I, and I know it's happened to other people. I definitely have friends who have told me like, oh yeah, like I had to run and jump out of someone's window one time because their dad or mom showed up. And like, that's fine. It just could never be me. I'm sorry. I just, whew, my soul left Imagine my body. eye to eye with a parent. Right. And then like, like, uh, like Davey has been pointing out this entire time, these Indian parents are strict. And so it's like, this is not like just any parent. This is like Melanie 2.0 is looking at her as far as she's concerned. Cause she thinks they have those same, you know, uh, traits about being overprotective and being strict when it comes to this kind of stuff. I think in there's some situations where you might run into somebody's parent and they might be a little bit more laid back about this kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, like, or a little bit more forgiving. My parent is not one of those people. My mom would uh, run someone out the house like quickly. Like if that ever happened, she, that poor girl, she would just be, uh, yeah, everybody would be just, uh, in dis- distraught because my mom would be calling her mom. It'd be a whole thing. Um, but this is bad. This is really bad. 
No, it's it's truly I I I wouldn't even know what to I, never. Just I I get hives now thinking about it. That like I'm I'm married. I'm 31, but even <laughs> I'd be like my mom. I think my mom would beat my ass now. Yeah. So absolutely not. Okay, couldn't be me. Couldn't couldn't be me. Uh, but you know, Davy is Davy, and she does get caught, and she looks like it's it's over for her. Yeah. It's, this is tough. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. You get some beautiful brown love on television and uh, it's shut down instantly, Sasha. It's uh, stomped out very Watch quickly. a Bollywood movie. Because, listen, we know teenagers, <laughs> absolutely the hell not. <laughs> but I don't know that if I saw my kid do this, it would be a wrap for them, too. Oh? Yeah. I think yeah. I would murder them. Yeah, you kind of have to on on principle. You have to murder That's them. Exactly. You talk about it tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, that part. Like they need to have the fear mm-hmm. that I will ruin their life. You know. Yeah, because we, dear God, what is the rush? I mean, you start here, you might end up with pregnancy. You know, there are things that this could lead to. You know, uh, we're toxic faves, but let's not be stupid. You know. <laughs> yeah, this listen. Is we did not get pregnant, right? Right. Like, look. To, to, like we did it. I'm just saying. Yeah, beat some the people statistic. are not so lucky, right? Some I'm people saying. are not so lucky. Um, and this is bad. This is unlucky AF. Um, because I could just <laughs> imagine what the phone call is gonna sound like between Raya and Melanie. Oh, next episode gets wild, y'all. I will say I don't know why, but I ended up watching all three episodes after or two after because it was just so yeah. good that i just i needed to finish it, it it's crazy it's it, this is like authentic never have i ever these eight nine and ten so i'm excited for all of this but they're leaving us on a ridiculous cliffhanger and so are we yeah it's time to Ooh. go we did yes, it i know we only have two more episodes left episodes yeah. nine, episodes 10 and then tasha we have a what six seven month break after that we're gonna be uh, away from this this feed for a very long time but uh we got two more episodes until we get there yeah don't worry we're, we're not leaving you yet we'll we'll figure out at episode 10 what that means for us but for now we're we're still gonna be around weekly ish we're gonna try okay our goal was to finish before november here we are <laughs> We're here. We made it to November. Yay. But we only have two left. I, I'm proud of us. Okay. Yeah. It could be worse with our ridiculous schedules. But as always, thank you, everyone, for listening. Make sure you're subscribing to the feed, leaving us ratings and reviews. And with that, Chappelle, where can the people find you? People can find me on Twitter at Chappelle's underscore show, tweeting out the links to all the podcasting that I'm doing. I'm still on post-show recaps talking about Abbott Elementary, talking about The Walking Dead, and talking about Atlanta. I'm on Rob Has a Podcast, uh, hosting Nothing But Netflix with Rob Sesternino. And I'm also guesting on the uh, Survivor B&B um, with Mike and Liana this week on Rob Has a Podcast, so people can check that out as well. Um, and uh, last week, speaking of uh, Lonely Boys, I was on the Lonely Boys podcast with Matt Gagan and Brendan Shapiro. Um, I don't even know his last name is Brendan Shapiro, but Brendan and Matt Gagan uh, were uh, the hosts of that. And they're amazing. And we had a great time talking about the one episode of of Gossip Girl I've ever seen. Uh, so check that out if you want to hear me <laughs> talk about something I know nothing about uh, in, in which is that show. Uh, but yeah. Follow me on Twitter and all that good stuff. And then, uh, yeah, let us know what you think about the podcast so far and what you want to hear uh, us talk about in these next coming episodes. 
Yes. And as for me, you can always find me here on Silent Podcast where I'm talking The Amazing Race with the new guest every week. Check all of it out. I just did it with Jason Reed. I'll be back this week as well with a new guest. And in addition to that, as always, I am over on Rob Has a Podcast on Mess Magnets covering pop culture and all the mess. We rated celebrities Halloween outfits this week. So check all of that out and um, whatever else I'm doing. You'll follow me on Twitter at funsize underscore 04 to know more. And I'll be on some Survivor content myself as well. So check all of that out. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Bye.